Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Fire Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me today in their homes is Brian Malkowitz. GG. And Travis Northup. Travis, how's it going? Mark Clunky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on today's show, obviously, we have a ton of patch notes to go over. We're going to talk about everything that was uh, released in the TWAB. Uh, we were going to talk about Gambit originally, but I think there's a lot that we can go over in the run of show today about trials, how Bungie has been communicating their fixes, and talk about uh, Bungie's strategy with, uh, with hackers versus people that utilize in-game things for a advantage like uh, Raffle Stomping Ribbon, for an example. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get started. Uh, Travis, I'm going to throw it over to you. What were, the, what were your big takeaways from the trials fixes and the, the trials communication, just generally speaking, uh, that are going to be happening in Destiny? Yeah, well, they addressed the big three that we talked about last week. Actually, I don't know if we talked about cheaters a whole lot. I, I didn't run into that a whole bunch. But uh, the, the two big ones for me were the reward system, which uh, kind of rewards people for playing uh, the first few matches of a Trials card and not doing uh, any anything past that, resetting their card just to get tokens, um, which, which is an issue. And, uh, and then also the connection issues, which I personally encountered quite a bit, both on Xbox and on PC, uh, and, and, you know, got beavered and it ruined my cards, uh, on more than one occasion. So, uh, very glad that they're, uh, addressing that. And then the final thing was, uh, cheaters, which, uh, again, I, I, I haven't run into, I don't know if you guys have it all. Um, but apparently it's a thing and, uh, yeah, you, you hate to see that. So it's, it's good that they're getting you on top to of that. It. Brian, you've de- you definitely yeah. been playing Trials. Have you run into any cheaters or anything? <laughs> I have been playing absolutely no Trials. Uh, I played the first <laughs> week when Flawless, and then that's about it. Really? Um, yeah, for sure. Like, it's just, there's like, like, I mean, Bungie's recognizing it. There, There's a lack of incentive to play and go Flawless, and I have zero interest in in grinding the first few games of trials just to get tokens to get the armor and the weapons that really if i boils down to it i don't care about um so yeah that's why i just haven't been playing trials at all yeah for me um i have been playing every week i've gone flawless uh i went with uh alan and tay i went with alan and teddy and uh yeah those are the crews that i've been running with uh pretty regularly i i have a lot of fun in trials I don't think we've encountered any hackers, like nothing that was blatantly obvious at least. And um, I've been very grateful for that. Now, are there hackers out there? Yeah, obviously. I've seen some of the, the clips from like MTash and you know, just any streamer who's been doing trials regularly. They run into them pretty consistently. And I think the narrative around trials is don't even try and do it. There's, there's hackers everywhere and that's how the community is sort of feeling. But I've gone, I've played for four weeks. We haven't run into a situation yet, thankfully, knock on wood, right? 
that we don't. And um, I, I hope that most of the community is experiencing that because trials is really, really fun for the most yeah. part when it's working as intended. And I, I was really happy to see that Bungie is going to be uh, addressing some of that stuff. Um, yeah, I think something else they talked about was the reward system, which right now, uh, getting the final chest isn't really that big of a deal. I mean, you get a piece of armor, but you kind of get it early, right? Because they're putting the armor on seven win completion tickets where you don't even have to go flawless. Uh, and there's no, you know, particularly higher stat rolls on the armor that spawns from the, the flawless chest. There's no special weapons or really it's just the emblem that you get the first time you go. And then after that you get the armor and you seem to get it just a little bit earlier than people that are uh, just completing tickets and not necessarily going flawless. And I I think that's kind of the biggest problem right now is that there's not really a, like you, like Brian said, like he's, he's a PVE player who's not incentivized at all to play trials uh, just because there's not really any, anything in it for him. Here's what they said. Weapons. Yeah, here's what they said specifically about card rewards. We've been discussing feedback around the lack of incentive for players to go flawless. We understand that some players have found the first few games to be more lucrative, which we'd love to shift to later games. Early card token farming, as some would call it, is something that we are very interested in solving. We want to make sure that every Destiny player who wants to play Trials has something to show for it at the end of the weekend. Now, that is definitely something I did encounter playing Trials. Like, the first two games are super sweaty, and then after that, it seems to sort of lighten up. And mm-hmm. when you realize there's an image, the token system <laughs> for trials, like if you're going for that perfect rolled shotgun or you're trying to get a coveted drop, right now you just farm the first two and you get tokens. To me, yep. just make it so that it's sort of like a cumulative thing where mm-hmm. you can't turn in to turn in your tokens until you've gone flawless and then like you have to do it again maybe. Or no, I think I don't it would know. Be cool I, I don't. I don't. I don't have an answer to that. I think, yeah, for sure. I, I think the main I, thing I think is it would that be they good have. If, they have. Well, I think the main thing, Travis, is that they have. Um, it's the bounties. The bounties are kind of screwing everything up, right? Yeah, that's and part of it. Just turn them uh, off. Season for of the Worthy One Hundred and One bounties screwing up everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if uh, they just turn I, those I, off. Yeah, I, I think there's something to do with the bounties for sure, but I think also. Maybe incentivizing uh, people who continue to play on cards after they go flawless, or you know, win it, winning seven matches because that's where it should be the sweatiest, right? Is uh, the people who already have their cards completed and are continuing to play. If you could get like ten tokens, fifteen tokens by winning one of those matches, I yeah. think it would push all of the sweatier players to that bracket just just because they're you know going to win a few of those and get a lot more tokens than just doing the first few matches. Yeah, they said, additionally, we've seen feedback that the flawless chest isn't comparable, isn't comparable, the rewards associated with grinding out nightfalls. This is something that we'd love to improve upon. There are quite a few ways we could approach this, and we're currently discussing what would be best for trials in the long run. Uh, I, I, I do appreciate their frankness with this. They, they have identified all these issues, um, and, and they're looking at ways to do it, and I think that goes a lot further than just saying, we're listening, we're looking into it. They're like... We're collecting information. Here's the information we've collected this far. Here's what we're doing with it. So, yeah. I think yeah. that if they could throw in some uh, like upgrade materials like you get in Nightfall, like those uh, shards and uh, the whatever those ascendant uh, items ascendant are shards and yeah. prisms. Prisms, shards. Yeah, there's so many, so much terminology. Yeah, because uh, you, and, and you, and, and, yeah. you get the armor and weapons, to your point. It would be great to get the additional materials for infusion. 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so some of the other stuff specifically about anti-cheat, Brian, before we move on to that, did you have anything else you wanted to say about um, uh, the topic we've been discussing? The cards? Yes. So there's just, it's just kind of a, like kind of an annoyance um, in the TWAB that, you know, when they're talking about card stuff, the very end of it, they say there's quite a few ways we could approach this, and we're currently discussing what would be best for trials in the long run. Mm-hmm. Trials was gone for two years. You, you, they're not going to take away trials again. No, 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 no. I'm not saying they're going to take away. My, my problem with that is that right now they're internally discussing what's best for trials in the long run when they took away trials two years ago in order to, to come up with all these great ways to make it better. Um, and all this such, just to release it in the state as it kind of was when Destiny, when it when it was in Destiny One, mm-hmm. and now they're at a point where they're where they're just they're just having more problems where they just want to figure out what's best for the best for the mode when they had two years to do that. It just makes yeah, you it, wonder what was going on in the planning process and, and and to 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 get what we had what we have here now. Yeah. It's kind of weird that they didn't see this coming, to be honest, the, the issues that they have. Like, connections are one thing. Those are kind of hard to predict when it's in the wild, right? Cheaters are always going to do what they do, you know, try to cheat. But the reward system... specific which, to rewards in the card. Yeah. And the, and, not, yeah. and the reward system, to me, is the biggest problem right now. And it seems like that's the most the predictable issue that they that they could have had, right? Uh, yeah. Is what, what are the incentives to actually play this mode? So, uh, yeah, I definitely understand your frustration. That's it. You can move on. Um, fair play. We've seen reports from players that have encountered cheaters in trials over the last few weekends. Again, we've seen a ton of clips about this. And they, they went into a little bit about how their anti-cheat and such works. Our anti-cheat is not visible by design as some security products, however, oh, as some security products. However, we regularly detect and remove thousands of malicious accounts from the PvP ecosystem. So they're just saying, hey, we absolutely are tracking this and we have removed a lot of accounts. On the front lines, we continue to implement new anti-cheat improvements during patch releases. We don't include these in the patch notes for obvious reasons and are always investigating new approaches as cheat developers adapt to our latest tech. Many of the cheats you find in the wild already have detections and countermeasures deployed or in development with work being done constantly to keep them updated against new threats. Because cheat developers don't stop, we know we have to keep working to improve these systems. Note, this is a tricky line to walk as we don't want to punish any innocent players that may consistently have high stats due to extreme skill, game bugs, <laughs> or game logic exploits, which Bungie considers our fault. Now, in the Division community right now, they just banned a bunch of people because oh, there's yeah. this turret exploit where you can get on and off a turret repeatedly, and it just amplifies your damage. And they just like, hey, you're all banned for a week and we're rolling back your accounts which two is- weeks. Terrible. They should not do that. It is not yeah. the fault of the community for finding an exploit and using it in game. If it's developer created issue, you can't ban people for that. That's yeah. not okay. And Bungie's philosophy. So just to clarify the stance on on bugs from Bungie's perspective specifically, in the terms of service, if you glitch Raven with grenade launchers, if you push Atheon Atheon off of the off of the edge of the cliff with grenades, uh, or the Templar, or any of that stuff. 
that's all fine. It's when you're installing an application specifically to game the system or Warlock self-res, you're gonna get banned in the world of, of Destiny. In Division 2, it's a little bit of a different ecosystem. And because of that, they made the decision to roll back those accounts and ban players. And right now, the Division 2 community is basically on fire. So this is Bungie saying, I think this is Bungie's response. I don't think they're throwing shade. That's what the Reddit community said. I think they're just saying we have a different philosophy than what the division, the division community managers and division developers have. And uh, personally, I think Bungie's philosophy is the better one to have. And I think it's the, the only one to have. Yeah, I, th I think the division one is really detrimental to their, yeah, their business sure. model. You just banned a bunch of people that yeah. like your game so much that they, like, okay, some people like to use in-game exploits to get a get a power boost and then raffle stomp on enemies. Everybody now, does. Yeah. yeah if there's, they, a, there's a difference between cheesing and, and cheating, right? Yeah. yeah. If they, if they took that in the PVP, I think that's a different case. Yes, you can punish those people. And if they're able to roll back accounts, they're probably able to just take away the rules. Like, it would be best if they could just say, hey, you're banned for a week and we're taking away the things you got from cheesing. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have the answer for what Division could do. I, I don't think it was handled properly. Fix the I, problem. That for yeah, sure. That for sure. They and created that's, it. <laughs> so, so, yeah. that's, so that's what uh, uh, Bungie is saying. I, I did like an 11-minute sort of ranty video over on my personal channel. Plug. Subtle plug. But anyway, um, about Very that subtle. topic, I want to keep this about Destiny because I, I could just go off on the differences in philosophy. Yeah. TLDR, I think Bungie handles this incredibly well. You don't have to have any fear of getting getting busted for cheesing Riven, for example. And um, as players, some players are like, well, oh, I have to cheese Riven now because nobody will do the the game legitimately with me, legit, do the encounter legitimately with me. I don't think that's a game problem. I think that's uh, a decision your group came to. And if you can't convince your group to do it legitimately, maybe you need to find a group that is willing to do it legitimately because on the LFG, there are absolutely people that would take you through yeah. it and do it the legitimate way. It's also, so, it is also a game problem at the same time, though, mm -hmm. because uh, cheesing Riven and doing all these damage glitches have been around since Riven came out and Bungie kind of, I don't want to say refuses to fix those problems. Um, they kind of just, they kind of just without saying it, give our blessing to do those things because they don't fix them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and because they don't fix them, they're just kind of just giving us the, uh, the the okay and the blessing to do so. So people are going to do it because like they've done it so many times, and now the encounter just takes a long time, even if you're doing it very effectively. So people are just going to naturally go for what takes the least amount of time to get through it. Yeah, mm -hmm. if uh, if 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 Destiny had the same approach that the Division has to cheating and cheesing. Uh, I guess they would just have to ban anyone who has ever equipped Telesto. Or, or, what, 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 well. what was the glitch where you would switch out your a piece of armor and then you would get this insane yep. damage buff? Oh, yeah, that, that's that, right. In the world of Division, that would be a bannable offense, basically. Which is terrible because it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's crazy. That's a feature that was built into the game. Yeah. Whether so, Bungie realized it or not, that's just in the game. Yeah, so I think yeah. the developers at Massive could look a lot closer at what Bungie has been doing and and you know consider that for their sandbox uh pivoting really quickly to the trials conversation though anybody who's glitching in trials using 
some sort of software should absolutely be banned. Nobody yeah. is advocating for not banning those people. No, they, no that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's they the should scum be banned. of the, yeah. the player base. Yeah, that is a PvP sandbox. Anybody can mess with the PvP sandbox. Even those in Division who powered up and then went into PvP and utilized it there, or the Dark Zone, I, I think that's a little bit of a different story to consider. Mm. But, if, but if you're killing a boss or something in the game, I, that's, it's two different conversations. You know? yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot to get into with bo- both of those. Sorry, We've been cheesing since the loot cave. Yeah, and that's. I think I feel like it's just part of like destiny tradition to like find exploits. Hey, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm of mind to believe that Bungie may sometimes just put in cheeses and exploits on purpose, <laughs> and just just to keep the narrative of of, of its uh, of of it going. That you know we just like cheese forever. Continuing on what Bungie's doing. I would love that, Brian, if that were true. <laughs> uh, they say, <laughs> we are working with our platform partners to identify ways in which we can further strengthen our security. We are investigating ways in which we can let you know when your reports have resulted in a permanent ban or a temporary restriction. So that's where they're at with that. And I actually really like that last note. They're going to tell you, hey, we looked into that account. Uh, we issued a ban or we didn't. Here's what we found. So I like that a lot. And then they, yeah. they, they go in the TWAB, if you want to know how to do this. Uh, the best ways to report somebody, which you should not be posting publicly. You should just send it to them, they said, because uh, if that... Oh, my goodness. My neighbor downstairs just broke something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, because if you... I totally lost if my you shame them publicly. Uh, yeah. You're um, talking about submitting the report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't shame them publicly. It's you're Don't putting no info out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I really like this note also. I know that some of you may find the statement of we're listening to be a repetitive cliche of community management, but the first step towards taking action is to listen. We've been collecting your feedback and looking to fully understand the root of the perceived issues that are being discussed by players in the wild. Your voice is important to us and helps us as we walk the path to what's next in Destiny 2. We'll be sure to keep you updated on our plans as they become more concrete, and we thank you for your continued feedback on the game. And then they talk about stat trackers. Did you guys care about the stat trackers update at all? Because I didn't even consider it for the show today. But, well, they uh, I, that I, I don't care about the I, stat trackers. I know it's you're into it, sh- Brian. It's, no, 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 no. It's not that I'm into it, and mm. it's not that I care about the fact that they're fixing this. The problem is, is that we shouldn't have this problem in the first place. Yeah. We shouldn't have to have a TWAB where they're like, hey, we're fixing stat trackers, and we're rolling it back to where you can get some of these back. It's like... It's not like we shouldn't be like thanking Bungie. We shouldn't be thanking them for this fix, right? Wow. This is like this is what you should have done in the first place. Or when you made this new system, you should before implementing the new system, you should have figured out how to get all of these stats over to it. If not, don't create the new system if we have to lose all of these things. Well, I will say I don't think they're asking for thanks, but no. take take us through the history of what happened here, so people have a little bit. More well, the, his, the, the the history is is that Bungie change the way stats work, right? In the past, you have all these emblems and, and most emblems in the games have some sort of stat tracking on them um, that, you could, that you couldn't change or turn off. One of, the, one of the biggest asks throughout the history of Destiny 2 is that, hey, I want to be able to turn off stats or uh, probably a less one, be able to choose which stat to track on, a, on an emblem. Um, and then with one of these recent updates with Season of Worthy is that they created an entire new stat system um, where it's not tied to emblems, it's tied to a system like Triumphs 
or, or collections basically that you can choose uh, which which stat you want on an emblem. And now, to, in order to implement that system, they had to delete all of our stats pri- prior to this recent season, and the community blew up on them because that was just insane. Mm-hmm. And they're rolling it back. They're rolling back several of and, them. So and, they're not rolling back all of it. They're rolling yeah, back yeah. some very important ones, I think, mm-hmm. um, that it looks like, you know, like Forge completions and, you know, most recent Fractaline uh, donations. Um, but there's still going to be a lot missing that, and that, that's just, that's still a problem. Yeah, I think I think there is going to be a lot missing, but I, I actually care about this because I'm kind of a nerd. I like to show off how much you know my achievements, how much I've done, how many strikes, how many crucible matches I've won, all that stuff. And I feel like taking this stuff away kind of hinders your ability to express yourself and what makes you special as a guardian and, and your specific achievements. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that they're bringing some of it back. I hope they continue to do it until they're all back in the game because. Uh, you know, some people put in a ridiculous amount of time to boost those specific stats. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. really were dedicated to get there, and, and, and it, it, it sucks to see that get taken away from don't them. Get, also, don't get me wrong. Like, I think the new stat tracking system is better than what we had previously. Like, the actual the actual functionality of it. Being my able point, to equip different Being different able to equip stats stif- different like, stats yeah. onto different emblems. My my problem is is that the way they went about it was just completely incorrect. Like having to cut the tie in order to bring out something new and quote unquote better isn't better if we're having to lose all of those stats before this season. Yep. I don't really have much to say on it because I always thought like (laughs) it was nice to see your stats and then they took it away and whatever. Uh, They also talked about what we have (laughs) coming down the pipeline. By the way, I have the season of the worthy like roadmap open on my laptop right now. What is who designed the order of this? It goes like down yeah, and across and then up. Dude. I'm like, <laughs> why'd you lay it up that way? It's a don't open dead inside kind of layout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a uh, Seraph Tower Trials, uh, Seraph Bunker EDZ and Moons for the 24th. The next one is Seraph Bunker IO, um, and then next Guardian Tuesday. Games, Guardian Games, and then Grandmaster Ordeal. Uh, April 7th is the Seraph Bunker on IO. Guardian Games is April 21st to May 11th. And Grandmaster Ordeal is uh, April 21st. Also the 21st. Yeah. Uh, you get a new seal and endgame rewards for that. Uh, Guardian Games class competition, new legendary armor. So might be some cool armor in the Guardian Games. And uh, on the Seraph Bunker IO, uh, hey, they fixed those drops <laughs> just in time for the last one to open, right? And they're not pinnacle, so if you're above a <laughs> yeah, thousand, that, like everyone, then it doesn't matter. That's, that's that's one of my biggest problems with the spacing out of this content. Is like, oh yeah, the new bunker on IO's out. You can go do it, and you're like, why? Yeah. So, so I'm, I actually I'm plus a thousand light, and nothing in the IO bunker can get me above that. So that is true, but if you are making use of the seasonal mods, the Warmind mods. They're actually really good this season. They can make oh, you pretty beast mode, and you can yeah. get new mode. You can get new mods at the IO bunker. We don't know what they are yet, but I think they're going to be the void mods. So that could be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like there was a hot fix yesterday. I fixed an issue where travel size challenges were not being reset properly, causing some players to not receive rewards. <laughs> Look on Reddit. People are finding out already that they are still broken. Okay. <laughs> Fixed an issue where players were not getting the correct amount of planetary materials from bunker upgrades. Fixed, oh, yeah, you would get like one 
Yeah, now you get yeah. five. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, but it's daily. You don't have to do anything. That's cool. Yeah, but you can get that many just by looking on the ground. Does it pile up? <laughs> Does it pile up? Like the longer you I'm leave. I'm not it? sure. Fixed an issue not where sure. players were not. Oh, fixed an issue where Titan season pass arm ornaments would block first person view. All right. Fixed the uh, season pass SMG and oh season pass SMG and shotgun will now create war mine cells. Uh, fixed an issue where Sentinel Titans were able to extend Sentinel shield barrier shield by suppressing themselves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, fixed an issue where uh, Raiju's harness that allowed players to hold whirlwind guard indefinitely. All right. And that's it. That's that's like the main stuff. Uh, largely, I really wanted to talk about trials. I'm really glad that they're looking into it. Tri trials has been a lot of fun to run. Uh, I think CJ went flawless on Stadia. Yeah, he did. In uh, actually, I, I hear that Stadia... You play with one other person? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear Stadia has like minute wait times to get into a trials match yeah, but once that's... you actually get in the lobbies are just ridiculous like no skill whatsoever you can just like stomp on these guys which sounds hilarious to me really so, that's probably why you did it i, I thought about doing it yeah <laughs> Destiny you gotta feel like you, you gotta so feel CJ, like you have to go somewhere cj you went flawless <laughs> Flawless. Yeah. <laughs> good, for, yeah. good job man no he knows he's a very good player it's, it's he just showed yes. up and they gave him the triumph he's not as good as me but he's okay it's, uh, <laughs> uh, for, but Destin, like, Destin yeah. if you if you want to get on Stadia, I'm down to try. I gotta see. To I gotta wait see if twenty I, minutes per match. I gotta see if I still have the account linked because back when we did the Stadia shoot, <laughs> oh, I think no. they like gave me an account, so I'm linked to that one still. The same way Brian was. I was, but then yeah. I still think Bungie doesn't know about the bug that if you link your Stadia, link your 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 account to Stadia it glitches your destiny one and you cannot log into destiny one. So I had oh. to unlink, I had to unlink it from stadia, but now I can't, I can't use cross save oh, for wow. like another, like 60 more days. Oh, wow. Uh, you guys know what? I know we're over on time and that I'm supposed to be in a meeting, but I want the show to be longer this week. Cause last week it was like 20 yeah. minutes. I think uh, let's, <laughs> let's, yeah. that was just because there was nothing going on that week. That's not our fault. I mean, we're just like, yeah. there's not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, Let's let's take a look a little bit deeper at Gambit. That's what we said we were going to discuss, and and its flaws and why why we think it it definitely needs to be revisited. Uh, Travis, you put this in the run of show. I assume you've been playing mm -hmm. a lot of Gambit. What, what are your mm -hmm. immediate takeaways and challenges with the mode, and how do you think Bungie could improve it right now? <sighs> okay, so this is like a pretty long long. You could talk about hours. I have so many uh, thoughts about this, but I think I think uh, Brian actually has been talking about this for about two seasons, maybe three seasons so far, mm -hmm. which is that match made activities that have uh, mechanics don't tend to do very well. And Gambit is kind of the ultimate match made activity that really requires teamwork and cooperation and everybody sort of being on their on top of their stuff. And especially if you're playing Gambit Prime, you have to have roles, I mean, to really play well. And pretty much no one does that. If you hop into Gambit uh, match made, and if, if you're in Prime, no one's wearing the Gambit armor. No, you know, the ones that give you certain roles in Gambit Prime. Nobody really is like being the invader or being the collector or blocking Sentinels. It's just a very confusing mode with lots of roles. And it feels like the pool of players playing it aren't really 
good at working together or knowing what to do. And that's well, especially true of mash made. And God forbid you go up against a team where it's a full stack and they know what they're doing. Then you have no chance on a match made team. <laughs> well, uh, just so people know, in order to get the coveted uh, sets, you need to, you know, go into reckoning. Of course, yes. you know, everybody's favorite mode reckoning. You need to do the hardest challenge <laughs> of that. And then yeah. maybe you will get the armor piece that you need at the end. And yeah. then you can do some really interesting things in Gambit. So, so honestly, one, one very simple thing that they could do to sort of even it out for the players who do love Gambit, put that armor as a drop chance in the Gambit loophole. I think, I think maybe even just, just cut your losses and get rid, of, get rid of the armor as a necessity for the role in Gambit and, and just do what... No, not even Make a mod. A mod. You, like yeah. uh, other games, you can choose what role you want to play in a match. You can choose, like if you're playing yeah. like something like, like you know, like uh, Overwatch or something, you can choose a healer or a tank or other, or, you know, or a support character. Um, so in, in, in Gambit, you can just set it up in a way where it's not reliant on armor. It's reliant on somebody choosing a specific skill set in class and every, you know, everybody can just choose what type of role they want to play in Gambit going in and then you just have those specific buffs and it's not reliant yeah. on whether or not you played 30 hours of Reckoning to get the aura in there. Yeah, there's also some really good weapons that are kind of locked behind uh, doing Reckoning. Spare rations actually oh, spare rations, is something yeah. you kind of have to do uh, you have to do the the Oryx uh, reckoning, or or just play a ton of Gambit and hope you get lucky. If you I was thinking bygones that. as a Gambit drop. I didn't know you were going to go over to reckoning, but you're absolutely right. Spare yeah. rations is is a coveted coveted drop there, and I think there's a uh, mod that you can only get from reckoning too, if I remember right. You might be, yeah. I, I, that mode has a surprisingly large amount of unique drops, considering how few. Uh, unique drops are in newer game modes like or you know like the most recent dungeon has no 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 unique drops there's really no reason to do it beyond the first time you, you run it uh except for pinnacle that's the reason you do it um but yeah so so that's the first thing is like the amount of teamwork and how confusing the matches when i when gambit first came out i feel like everyone was in a party or it was a lot mm-hmm. more common to see like a four stack or three stack now it never happens i can never convince my friends to play with me I've, I never see teams that know what they're doing in Reckoning. It's or in uh, in Gambit. It's kind of uh, ridiculous. Uh, and the ga- the game mode just feels like it really needs help in terms of uh, explaining to its audience how it well, works. It's, it's, yeah, it's not even that too. It's just um, like it's stale. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, no yeah, reason. that's like, that's it also hasn't true. Changed at all. New maps. Season of the Drifter. There's been nothing since then. Like what? Yeah. There's nothing, so it's like, why are we, why are we still playing this mode? Like, there's been no refresh yeah. to it at all. Yeah, yeah. I kind of agree. And, I and think you're not even really, you're not even really rewarded because there's no pinnacle drops. There's powerful drops, but again, if you're 1,000, like I'm not, as I finished the season yeah. bounty, which by the way is a grind fest and not a fun one. Uh, but but I finished it. Um, yeah. But. Um. I really loved Gambit when it came out at first. I think it was a lot yeah, of fun. I think everybody did. I just think there was not enough like love put into Bungie that could t- continue to, for people to keep playing it. They did. They did address this a while back, and they said basically that they have to pick one of the modes. And with everything mm-hmm. that changed after separating from Activision, I think it just got put on the back burner. So yeah. I, I don't think they're going to be touching Gambit for a year or longer. Or if ever, I think this might just be one of those modes that are just kind of left on the back burner, 
and because we haven't heard about anything for so long and they have other things that they're probably developing we have like on the timetable it's looking like may we're going to get the next season right am i right on that uh june june yeah june yeah so this it looks like we have something through may 11th so yeah we would get the next season in june and um i don't think that's going to be gambit themed and if it is God help you, Bungie. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt it'll be Gambit themed. But it's, yeah. it's going to be—it's all going to be about uh, whatever whatever they're alluding to from this season, and then then it'll be the Age of Tri or Solstice of Heroes stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I doubt we'll see anything Gambit during summer. All right. Um, I did like Gambit. I think it could use a little bit of TLC, and I think a lot. Do you guys have any like suggestions of just some simple things that they could do to sort of improve that experience? I liked your suggestion of having loadouts or something, Brian. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just role. That's my biggest one. Is just like the roles. The roles need a huge overhaul, and I don't think they need to be reliant on the armor you have. Um, it could just be offloaded into uh, a class-based system that is chosen pre-match. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, and they, and also not not only the, that, but the roles like there's only two roles that matter in game right now. It's invaders and and reapers, and they just mm-hmm. if they're going to keep collectors in in uh, centuries, they need to do something that invigorates people wanting to play those classes, oh, other yeah. than hoarding other than hoarding twenty moats until you can summon a big guy, uh, assuming mm-hmm. you don't die by an invader while you have eighteen <laughs> moats. Yeah. You know? yeah, I've, I've yeah, got they, they, they all. I, I've I've played a few team stacks where they actually really well pop that uh, that twenty guy, and then we just melt him instantly. Um, yeah, I think I think it's just teams that don't address the problem of the big guy right away. They run into run into some difficult situations. But if you got a trench barrel shotgun, uh, they melt pretty yeah. quickly, even with the stomp mechanic. <laughs> yeah, they could, they could even do something too, you know, to help invigorate, you know, specifically the collector classes. Like maybe, uh, you know, just an example of ways you can kind of revamp it is maybe like the more moats you have, the more the more resilience you have. So like the better your chances are surviving against an invader if you have nineteen moats. Um, you could, you know, you could contest them because yeah. you have so many moats. Um, stuff like that. I don't know. They just need to look into other alternatives to to make those. Uh, to give more incentive to use those those classes, yeah. those roles. And Travis, what were you yeah, going to say before? Yeah, I was also going to say that like I, I think there needs to be some balance in terms of invading. Uh, invading is kind of like really weird right now. Like there, there's there's teams that just don't invade at all and just kind of deal with the invaders that happen. And if you have like Xenophage or something like that you can deal with invaders pretty easily you can snipe them as soon as they enter because you know exactly where they're going to spawn most times depending on what type of the map yeah. part of the map you're on um and th- there's a few weapons that define the meta in a really weird way like if you have thousand voices like i do when i'm invading it's like really easy to wipe the whole team and you yeah. know, get army of one like four times in one match uh and, but there's also no risk in invading uh which i've always thought was weird i feel like they should have um you know, if if you die while invading, that should also heal the your team's primeval. You know what I mean? Like there should be some risk to doing it because there's really n- no reason not to, right? It's just kind of like mindless fun. Um, and yeah, uh, dude, I could go on forever. The the bosses die too quickly in in regular Gambit uh, as opposed to Gambit Prime because there's no uh, you know 
shield that comes back on like in gambit prime so mm-hmm. people just melt it four seconds after spawn there's a bunch surprise. of problems they're gonna now yeah. now, that they, now that you said that they're gonna put grandmaster gambit and it's gonna be raid <laughs> bosses and then they're gonna there turn off go. pve normalization they have super yeah. stomp mechanics yeah <laughs> <laughs> and of course you'll be with matchmate teams <laughs> trying to figure that out oh god no if they did a grandmaster gambit where they nor where they took off normalized pve i think they would have to uh they would have to make have it to a match it. made they would have to lock the fire you can't you wouldn't be able to do a match made activity with that um, i agree i'll be honest with you guys so here here's my take on the whole gambit situation i think the next time you're looking to remove something from the game like you need that space that you've talked about get rid of one remove of the it. gambit modes period um i i don't think it yep. needs to be tweaked i think it sort of had its heyday and unless you're really going to double down and dedicate a team to totally revamping what that mode is, uh, they sort of alluded to that they were going to do that. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think we're going to see subtle tweaks. I think you just remove one of the modes entirely. Um, that, that'll that get more players in one mode as opposed to one mode mm-hmm. or the other because currently the player base is fractured. And I think we'll get a little bit uh, better of a, a community loop. So- Loophole, so here's a question: yeah. w- Which mode should they remove? Just your guys' opinion. I regular pers- Gambit. Me too. Yeah, they, they did the survey actually, and most people like Gambit Prime more. I actually hate Gambit Prime because here, really? because you clear the ads in the in the first wave, right, and then it just becomes an invasion fest. So it's yeah. constantly like you heal the primeval, they heal the primeval, and it just goes on. I feel like that section of Prime goes on entirely too long. So if they can address that problem with Prime and eliminate the original yeah. mode, then yes. And also, like a lot of the bounties are tied to killing X amount of things. And in Gambit Prime, when you get to that second spawn, phase, yeah. just nothing else spawns. So they can't overwhelm you because everything's so powerful in that final phase, and you're getting invaded. So I think if I think if you were to eliminate the original Gambit, which I do like more specifically for bounty bounty progression. Um, uh, Figure out how to implement some better systems in Gambit Prime. Really, really refine it and make it make it uh, better. Then I think you're going to be in a pretty sweet spot with with Gambit, or as sweet as it can be, given what that mode is currently. And that's yeah. my take on it. So I had an idea for what we could talk about next week if we need a topic. Strikes. Let's, let's talk about strikes. Let's talk about why they're why we're not enjoying them, and especially with uh, you know the new what's it called. Grandmaster ordeals coming right around the corner. Mm -hmm. I think I think it'll be a good topic for for next week to discuss. Uh, Yep, that's all I have for for this episode, guys. Is is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we sign off? Nope. Who's going flawless this weekend? I will. (laughs) Too. Nice. Nice. Brian Hides. All right. All right. Well, as always, uh, thank you both for joining us, and thank you all for watching. Until next time, everybody, Guardians Guardians out. out. I tried to time it a little better this time. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.